Yo, so the opinions and views expressed in this podcast are that of our own and the future Bachelor podcast only and not affiliated with any outside party or entity or anything like that. This fun podcast, though, may include some adult language. Future Bachelor Podcast. Welcome to Future Bachelor. My name is Cy. And I'm Veronica. And we talk about everything pop culture, dating, and Bachelor. This episode, we're covering only two hours of paradise. Woohoo! A sexy new man on the block. Me? And some tit for tat on a song. Oh, wow. And this is episode 239. Let's go! Woo! (laughs) Yes, we back, baby. And, um, you know. There's not much to talk about with Bachelor in Paradise this week, but we'll get to that. We'll get to it. There's there's enough, but, you know. Yeah, we could get to some stuff, you know. Um, v, but w- I need to know, what's going on with you? How are you doing? Yeah, Um. so this past weekend, I did a little night in Inman Park with a couple of my pals, just, you know, bopping around, having a good time chilling like villains and then it was uh it's it scorpio season is in full swing it was your birthday this weekend yep. it uh i celebrated my friend holly's birthday this weekend because her birthday is when this episode comes out yeah um uh and so we went i went to ladybird which is on the belt line here in atlanta and it was it's been abnormally warm here in Atlanta, mm-hmm. like it's 80 today, the day that we are recording this podcast, it is 80 degrees and it is, you know, the beginning of November and I am over it. I'm over it. <laughs> I want to, I want to be able to wear like a sweater or like even just like long sleeves, you know, like I don't think that's too much to ask. Yeah, I got some I dope be able like to, like, jackets wear and pants. stuff. I got them jackets and stuff for my birthday that I want to wear and yeah, but Tell, I guess this weekend we'll be able to, but for God's sake. Okay. But um, so it was nice out. It was like, but it was so humid. We were like standing outside so we could feel the humidity, the moisture in the air. And then it rained for five minutes. Like the sky opened up, but we were underneath a big tent. So we were fine. And then it like ended. And it was like, I was like, oh, that's what needed to happen. Because um, then I didn't feel like I was like breathing in pure water. Right. Um, but then I also did a hike with my friend Katie. Um, at Cloudland Canyon, which is up in North Georgia. It's practically in Chattanooga. It's practically in Tennessee. Um, and we actually, we saw some armadillos, which surprisingly, you know, when you think of armadillos, you think that armadillos are like only in like Texas or like the desert, but like they've been making their way more and more into. They've been making their way downtown, walking past, you know, I, um. faces past and they're. Homebound. Yeah, I, guess. I mean, like, do do do. Um, I saw an armadillo this weekend. It was pretty ugly. Did you really? Yeah, I did. Maybe Are that's good, a sign of good fortune. Wow! Look yeah. at us both seeing armadillos. Yeah, um, an armadillo like crossed my path. Like, is, is that like the opposite of like a black cat? I don't know, but it definitely crossed my path too. Weird. It was weird. Well, what about you? What besides seeing an armadillo? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I spent my B day in Orlando, and Woo! yeah, that was pretty fun. Um, my uh, my girlfriend and my sister planned like this nice dinner that we all had, and um, they got me like the thirty five balloon. The golden I loved balloons. the balloons. Yeah, I was I, a huge fan of the balloons. <laughs> Funny story is like right before I got there, apparently like there was like um, the five was loose on the string and like as they're uh-uh. walking up my brother-in-law like that flies away off the string oh no and so my sister like gets so mad at him and like makes him go get another five and i'm like no don't make him do that for me i'm like no he's already like on his way he's like, and she's like no he's already at party city bitch it doesn't <laughs> yeah. matter she made him want. go um and then uh like you know so we're walking out and as we're walking out the new five actually was loose on the string too no yes. these fives <laughs> I swear, and it like floated up to the top of the restaurant. So like, we had to get like a broom and stuff to get it down because like you know, they're not they're not cheap. Those balloons, they're pretty they're expensive. Not, well, that yeah, that reminds me of like a story. Like I feel like there's always like a story of like somebody's balloon getting stuck in the ceiling forever until it like finally comes down, or 
my friends growing up, they had like her younger sister, they made like a music video. Remember when that was popular to make music videos just for like fun? And yeah, I still do that. <laughs> I know, but like you do it like because like you're actually like we did it because we were just like dumb like preteens. Okay, okay. And like we made one to Natasha Bedingfield's Unwritten, and like there's the whole thing that's called, you know, where she's like staring out the dirty window. And like the, the, for some reason, they decided to put dirty, like a sign that said dirty on a skylight in their living room. I don't know how they got it up there, but then. It, the, their skylight in their house for years, I feel like, had the dirty sign until finally like, the adhesive finally like, got, you know, <laughs> loose enough that it fell off. But. Um, that's funny. Natasha Benningfield is like going to probably pop up a couple times this episode. But oh. um, yeah, so I did that. And then afterwards, they brought me to this place that was like, you know, it was bowling and laser tag and arcade games and stuff. And love it, was, it. it was really fun. I was like, you know, everyone was like, love a game. I know. But they were like, are we really going to do laser tag? And I was like, yeah, let's do it. And yeah, um, fuck it, yeah. it was really I love fun. Laser tag. It was so fun. Um, yeah, so it was a good time. And then the next day we did a birthday party for uh, my nephew, which, you know, they had cake and everything. And it was actually my birthday, but they had cake. Yeah. Oh, yes. What children like? Yeah, I mean, there was Mickey Mouse. There was a whole yeah, bunch of things. Yeah, that's his big happening. thing right now, right? Yeah, he's really into it. So um, it was a great weekend. And then um, and then I finally, I mean, besides the fact that I had this crazy pain because of I needed a root canal again. And <laughs> I got one I'm this morning. I'm not laughing at you. I just, I'm laughing at the fact that this has become like a segment of our show now. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it. I hate I know, it. I don't I don't think any of us are like they're expensive well, and the wait. most painful thing. I don't wish it on my worst enemy. Um, so, yeah, I got one this morning and um, I'm feeling a Happy lot better. Happy belated birthday to you! I know, I know. But um, besides that, um, you know, why don't we just why don't we just get into what we do here? You know, what I'm All saying. Right. Um, actually, uh, do do I know? What, oh yeah, I do know. It's that time to talk about VIP on our show. That's Bachelor in Paradise. But before we get talking about Bachelor in Paradise, YouTube, why don't you go ahead and subscribe, smash that thumbs up button, and hit that notification bell so you can get notified every time we drop new Bachelor content just like this. And if you did just now, oh man, huge shout out to you. Woo-wee, air horns for you. And we got to make sure we shout out to our comment crew, um, the OGs, you know, Catherine and... Um, Chelsea Allen and Kathleen Kent. Wow, those are like really hard. Like they really are they all sisters? I don't know because they sound like obviously not. But, <laughs> but I know. But Catherine Ann, Chelsea Allen, and Kathleen Kent. That sounds like you it know. It sounds like they should be like I don't know, like in like a Nancy Drew story or something. Oh <laughs> right. um, yeah, or like the Spice Girls or something. Um, but yeah, shout out to them. Um, you know, you can get shouted out on the show here too. All you have to do is leave a comment or let us know you subscribed in the comments below. And, you know, after our segment, we actually asked some random questions that you could answer. So we make it really easy for you to get a shout out on this show. So um, do it, please. And it would really oh help God. us out, you know, the YouTube algorithms. They always talk about that stuff. Um, yeah, yeah. We're on our way to monetization. Ooh. Um, yes, sir. But here we are, week seven of Bachelor in Paradise. Um, one night only, two hours, um, rarity um, for the season. V, where do we start? We start, so as we know, we're going into this episode with the women are going to have the roses again. It's just been a couple of weeks of women having roses. Um, because of, I just think of how the, you know, the numbers worked. Mm -hmm. Um, and they're really trying to push, uh, some love triangle narratives. The one that they're trying to, one that like fully exists is the Eliza Rodney Justin one. But the one that they're really trying to push is the Kate Logan Hayden one, which like really, I don't think would exist if Kate wasn't being a little gold digger yeah honestly kate not making herself look good here but i do have a theory that they're doing this to set us up for what's going to come in following episodes Mm, mm, because so kate like you know on her date with hayden last week was very much so like not feeling it not vibing like went into it high hopes came out of it like being like what the heck and um you know Definitely was saying how she has stronger feelings for Logan. Her and Logan have a connection. But then she was making at the beginning of this episode, she was kind of like going around saying like almost like a script to all of the girls saying how like, you know, 
this was like the beginning of her the script. Sister like, in Christ. <laughs> I'm 30. Like my sister in Christ. I'm 33 years old. Like I'm 33 year old. My sister in Christ. Like to all the girls saying that going around saying how there's a six or seven year age difference between her and Logan. How, you know, he has two, not one, but two roommates, two. And like, you know, and how Hayden obviously has luxury bit like luxury, uh, I think, rental properties. He's got money. He has like just six figs lying around to give to his dog Rambo, which we don't know this. I would love to run the fucking numbers. Yeah, let's see the receipts. I'm yeah, not going like, to lie. This made me feel really insecure, like for no good reason. I'm watching the show. I know. And being I'm like, feeling like kind what? of insecure too. Yeah, why don't I got a house yet? Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm out here being all like, I could not, I would, that dog would have been put down. I can't and- afford all these trips. Um, you know, I could barely afford a root canal. But, but also she lives in LA and she works in luxury real estate and she's 33. She works for the Oppenheim group. So like she's acting like she's not making money because she definitely has to be making I some mean, money. I mean, she was saying that she's old school and wants to, you know. She wants that provider energy. Yeah, provider energy. Wow. Which I don't I mean, I get it. But I also like I, I feel like that's a very common idea coming out of like because coming out of like the selling sunset mindset because she like works with the folks that are on selling sunset. Really? I feel like it's very interesting to see a lot of those women on those shows be all like, I'm a bad bitch every day in my job. I work this real estate thing. So I want a man that can like help take care of me because like I have to do this all the time. So I think it's just very a fascinating thing. Mm. Um, but whatever. She's going around saying this to everybody, but like we all know she's going to choose Logan. Like Logan even like he Logan's feeling confident because they had a nice like make out the night prior where they like did the full like notebook situation it was in the rain they confess their feelings for each other he picks her up they're making out every fucking make every time kate is kissing somebody people are clapping like what is going on here yeah i mean it's kind of it's really weird and it's mean it's kind of mean to the people that are around like that's that's the one thing i don't like about bachelor in paradise is that people get real um, we said it before, like Lord of the Flies, like, you know, right. if you're not in the in crew, it happens every season. If you're not part of the in crew, um, you know, they're going to make you feel like shit a little bit, you know? So, right. um, right. you know, but- people are cheering, it's raining like the notebook and they're kissing on the beach and, um, doing it all in front of homeboy after he just got back from his date with her so yeah but you know whatever that's that jen and the other couples all seem to be faring pretty well in the cocktail party slash pre rose ceremony time jen aviv and aaron tell each other that they love each other they're popping champagne they're they're on cloud nine everybody else is doing well but it's eliza who's feeling real torn she's popping between Rodney and like telling like thanking him for being patient with her and everything and like feel it like you know feeling he's like being all like I'm all in I never want you to think anything else like I was I didn't want to like let you go on that date but like I was just trying to be respectful of you like reiterating everything that he's already said but being like very much so like you know like I'm only here for you like I'm gonna fight for you whatever and then she's going and hanging out with Justin and like he's doing fun gummy bear shit with her I don't fucking know and they're like laughing giggling and making out so like neither Justin nor Rodney feels safe and Eliza is just crying before even getting to the rose ceremony because she literally has no gut feeling on who she wants to go with yeah I thought that there she was gonna go home she was saying I know it really did seem like she was going to go home because she's like, I can't do this. I can't do this. Like she's talking to the girls. And of course, pretty much everybody else on the beach is team Rodney. Mm -hmm. Like even though like all the a lot of the dudes like Justin and like, you know, their pals or like even some of the girls like were pals with Justin now. I mean, I think everyone's just kind of like, okay, like Justin came back in and you're really like and Rodney like is the nicest dude ever. And you're going to, like, not choose Rodney? Like, someone who, like, you built this relationship with? Like, you came down and, like, kind of were there to see him? I mean, Justin was on her list, too. And obviously, he when she was on Justin's list. But, you know, uh, she's torn. They make it through to the rose ceremony. 
Kate obviously chooses Logan. No surprise there. Um, everybody else picks who you would think they would pick. Shanae and Florence pick uh, the twins over, you know, people who have been there longer, which I guess makes sense. They seem to have a good date with them, and also I just feel like they're just the wild cards right now, so it's just kind of whatever. Um, and then uh, Eliza's last to p- give the rose, of course. They had to do it that way. And she's up there crying, and she ends up give her giving her rose to Rodney and, you know, once again, like, thanking him for being patient and all that stuff. So Justin, Jacob, uh, Alex, and Hayden all go home. Yeah, Jacob really, like, rode the wave of this season. He really did because he had, like – multiple suitors and like they all either he either turned them down or they turned him down and he just kind of wrote it out for as long as he could and honestly like i feel like he was a fun character to have he was just like a fun comic relief kind of character to have and i can't be mad at that yeah and um i mean were you seeing like uh uh uber or was it lyft that was not claiming him yeah lyft at first was like not claiming him so when jill uh, you know, said in her leaving car being all like, oh, yeah, like this man had to sell his couch like to make more money. He does lift like blah, blah, blah. Like when she's like, I can't believe I'm crying over him and lifts all like we don't claim him. And then he fired back by posting like, oh, I guess five star rating and like, you know, eleven hundred rides means nothing. Ooh. And they're like, just just kidding just kidding we claim you like how can like can we gift you a new couch and he like sent them like a like two thousand dollar couch like and i think they got him a new couch so you know all is well that ends well with jacob and, and lift so uh, um yeah so you know at this point eliza i don't know i felt like you know she walks down she walks uh justin off Mm-hmm. And um, what's the mood? The mood is she's upset. She spends a lot of time, you know, apologizing to Justin. Like pretty much all, mostly what we hear her say as she's walking Justin out or they take some time to talk alone is her apologizing and him being all like, you know, you can't sacrifice your happiness. Like I get it. Like you obviously have developed more time and stuff with Rodney. Like I wish you the best. Like definitely was a tough decision like I don't you know don't um like I'm not jealous of the position you were put in but like you know just know blah 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 like I wish you the best all that stuff she walks him up she keeps apologizing crying 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 he like cries as he leaves and uh you know Meanwhile, Rodney's back, like, with everybody, and everybody's, like, dabbing him up. They're so happy. Everyone's so happy that, you know, Eliza made the choice to stay with Rodney. And, like, Eliza definitely is still torn, which is not not the vibe you want, you know. I, I think you can be sad about something ending. Meanwhile, also be happy about continuing something. And I feel like we weren't getting that duality in that moment we were really just getting mostly her being sad about something what i saw here happening was like kind of what happened with like teddy when rodney showed up Mm. and producers were probably like nah you got to do this this is like i felt like she was pressured into picking right i feel like i honestly think it was kind of rude that they did this to poor eliza where they brought down like they brought justin back to like kind of help cause what was a very stressful moment and decision like within only a week's time, you know, for Eliza. And I think that's like, just kind of like, that's kind of rude. Obviously I get that. That's how the show works, but like, it's also, it's like, it's almost like they were going to set her up to look like the bad guy. Like Teddy was going to do like, you yeah. Know? Yeah. I think, which I also, th- I think that's, what's unfair. I think it's unfair that they're like putting these women in these positions to look like the bad guy where like that that obviously they're keeping they're keeping because it looks even like for you know next episode it looks like she's gonna look like kind of like the weirdo for what she does but so uh you know she's upset but before we get back to Eliza we have a nice interlude of a a date card being given to Michael and Danielle I'm not gonna lie I fast forward through this episode this part I don't I don't Blame you because guess what? 
we don't need they don't need a date card this date was not needed it literally was just filler and also like it literally says three's a company or whatever it said something about there being three of them so like the fact that michael spent the entire like the entire date acting like it was weird that wells was at every stop of the date i was like that's literally the point of this date and also like wells's buddy well they used Jen- to do that with like chris i think right they there used to be a bit like chris harrison would do that right right so like also it- maybe like wells like also negotiated because like i felt like last season we didn't even really see wells that much We've barely seen Wells this season. Well, honestly. I see. I feel like we've seen him a lot more than we usually do. Like, you I know, think we've been seeing him a lot more these past like couple of weeks. But but now, with the like the, of this, with the Wells story time stuff. Yeah, and, I know, like, but that's I feel like all the stuff they've been adding to make sure we finish. Like we have more time yeah. for this because I feel like the first several weeks of this season, I feel like we barely saw any Wells commentary, and then they brought him on mostly with his former connection so he only started seeing more airtime when ashley and jerry ron his friends and now he's seeing more airtime now that danielle his former interest slash now you know current also he's like a plant he's like a plant where like you know they give him information to like kind of pry about like things oh yeah yeah that's like exact they're definitely and he is the mastermind behind like making sure this connection between danielle and michael happens too and he even on that date says, you know, like you guys are invited to my wedding, which is exactly what happened because there was those photos of them being at his wedding together. So like well, that was like a semi spoiler, but like whatever. Nobody knew at the time. People were like, oh, wait, does this mean Danielle's coming onto the beach? Because we didn't know that she'd be a late arrival. But um, uh, which whatever. So that date happens. They go around Sayulita and have a fine time. Like, Michael's the only one that's weirded out by Wells being at every corner. Danielle obviously doesn't give a fuck. Um, But they have a great date, I guess. Whatever. But the end of this episode is really more about the whole, the love, the Eliza, Ronnie, Justin love triangle. And Eliza spends, like, most of the morning after the rose ceremony. You know, the only thing I, I, but just speaking of that last date, the only thing I was, like, hoping that wouldn't happen was them sending Eliza and Rodney on the date. Because... I don't oh, yeah. know why that would have been a horrible thing to watch. I feel oh, like that because you that would have been like just the full downfall. That would have like she probably wouldn't have even gone on the date. Maybe. Right. I don't know why, but that was the feeling I got when they were like date card. I was like, oh my god. Oh I my really god. Hope they I don't know, like, give it. Meanwhile, to them. she's still in bed crying. Yeah. Um, so yeah. But when she finally gets out of bed, comes well, down. Well, they give like, like they give like a whole montage of Rodney like talking with the boys and. Oh like, yeah, talk about the boys. I love this. The boys are like, "Don't worry, Justin's gonna be good. Like we love him, but like homie's homie's straight. He's gonna be he's gonna be good in these streets." Like they were, <laughs> nobody's like overly worried about Justin. Right. And which I mean, we might see that we probably shouldn't be. Also, they, they made a point of like you know Eliza probably wouldn't have been his first choice. Right? Yeah. I don't know. I'm not really sure how it would have gone, but like... I mean, I think Sally was his first choice, to be honest. True. And, you know, she showed up for two seconds and left. I almost forgot so. about her. Um. So, uh, but, you know, Eliza goes, finally makes her way out of her bed and pulls Rodney to the side and they have a conversation. And, like, everyone's all like, mm, this doesn't look good. Uh, and so she pretty much hits him with the like, I've been, I thought I'd wake up with clarity. I thought I'd wake up not feeling conflicted, but I did. I feel just as bad as I did last night. And, you know, he's all like, do you think you made the wrong choice? And she's all like, she kind of doesn't say that directly, but she's like, I feel like I was pressured into my choice. Well, she said, I made the wrong choice for me. (laughs) Yeah. Which I'm like, so you made the wrong choice then. I'm like, that's all that matters. It's it's for you or whatever. And like, so you could tell Rodney's obviously very hurt and, uh, you know, he is heartbroken and Eliza. And so like, he has no reason. He had been telling Eliza how he was going to fight for her, do whatever for her, blah, blah, blah. And like, you, so he's all like, well, I have no reason to be here anymore. So he goes and says his goodbyes. And this is, everybody is sobbing. Like everybody is upset which is so annoying to me because it's like especially are you seeing brandon like <laughs> he doesn't deserve it like i can't come on. believe what is happening seriously oh my gosh 
Like I'm like, this is we're getting to the point of them all being just like out of their minds on this beach too. <laughs> like they're just like they've been filming. They're hot. They're dehydrated. They like you know film super long hours. They're just like so wrapped up in their like in making sure everything is like going to plan because they're about to hit proposals. That I think everybody's just literally just like a a little hair loose of being like. <laughs> totally out of their mind so i feel like everybody's reaction was like super dramatic because they're just like losing it Mm -hmm. and like rodney truly was like everybody's buddy and i think you know he got what was like he he got like his bachelor edit again is like pretty much what happened so because like even him like going away in the car he's all like why me why me like everybody's upset See, that's the, that's the kind of thing that, like, I'm like, why does he have to, no one talks to themselves like that. Like, you know, why me? Only people that want to be The Bachelor. <laughs> uh, well, and only people that also have, like, somebody with a camera in their face that's also prompting them to say shit, say that kind of stuff. But right. then the girls run and go and comfort Eliza and, like, you know, Eliza pretty much is like, I feel like either choice I was going to make was going to be the wrong one, blah, blah, blah. But she makes the decision that she's going to head out and go and find Justin. And it, we get like the little bits of next week, the preview, where she goes to his house in Baltimore and he looks surprised. He looks not happy surprised. He looks like taken aback. So did he really not know like people were coming over? Like they. That's what I want to know. Yeah. That's what I want to know. So we'll have to see. We'll have to see next week. And fair enough, we- too, because like she didn't pick him. Yeah, she didn't. So we'll have to see. We'll have to see what happens next week. Um, and we'll have to see, you know, as things start to get down to the line, we're going to have more girlies coming down, um, which is, you know, late in the game when you're a girly coming down, you're just literally there to stir the pot. And, uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be rough. I love it because it's like they keep bringing girls that like Logan. Like Logan's just like, all right, I'll go on a date. This I is- know. I really truly, I, I like. I love that the guys call Logan Brogan, like, because that is the vibe I get from him. Like, <laughs> I don't, I don't get it. I don't get the appeal. I, get I just it. don't. He's sweet. He's like not bad to look at. You know what I'm saying? I He's guess. got chill vibes. I guess. Um, and you know, Kate deserves a little whiplash, you know, I think she does. I mean, she's definitely, especially because like in her rose ceremony, giving the rose to Logan, she's all like, you got to step it up. Like she said, like, I expect more. That's like so shady, so shady. (laughs) Oh, she's going to get more. Yeah. She's going to get more heartache, bitch. (laughs) Like, so, um, and then also Gabby and Rachel come in. I'm excited for that. Honestly, I think it's going to be fun. Yeah. I think it's going to be fun. Whatever. I think it's there because all the dudes who like were on their season are all like, ah, and I think that's fun. Especially the twins there. Yeah. Like they're Uh, like, they're like, we met these bitches for like two seconds, whatever. (laughs) I know. Um, what about, um, the, the girls, um, talking about what the guys smell like? I thought that was funny. (laughs) Brittany and Shanae talking about how Logan smells like, Leather, wet, wet leather. <laughs> like it's like, is it giving woods or beach? And she's like, woods. <laughs> like, what about woods by the beach? <laughs> and she's like, mm, maybe. I uh, loved it. It was um, hilarious. What else is going on in Bachelor Nation? Well, uh, speaking of Gabby, Gabby and Eric have officially split. Uh, I guess Gabby was the one who kind of did that because she, they just kind of were at different places. They thought that. The space apart would help them kind of figure that out, and I guess, uh, guess it didn't. So of they course it are... didn't. I feel like any first of all, ba- uh, Dancing with the Stars is a situation where like I feel like it's meant to break up whoever they're with. Um, yeah. So um, I totally saw that coming. If we went back to the episodes where we talk about it, I'm sure we predicted it. Um, yeah, I but... mean, she soft launched it. It it definitely was. It was bound to happen. Yeah. Um, what else? And then this, at this point, it's not even a spoiler, but, uh, because it's just being blatantly thrown in our faces, but, uh, Nick Vial is being his Nick Vial self. And he, I feel like he's either going to get sued or like, I mean, Victoria Fuller's going to get sued because he posted a TikTok 
of, you know, game night uh, at his place where it's him, his young ass girlfriend, uh, Serena and Joe, and then Greg Agrippo and Victoria Fuller kissing him on the cheek. So it's already been people have seen all the photos of them on vacation together. And now Nick Vial just was all like, ha ha ha, fuck you guys and posted this. So uh, we'll, we'll, I guess we'll just have to see how how this season ends and also i just have to know like yeah legally what does this mean for like for them because i mean maybe nothing for nick at this point but for for victoria i don't really i don't know what that that means for her you know um i mean dude i don't even know nowadays like because this stuff could be good for the bachelor like i mean maybe because now people might i could see it going either way people being all like uh, well, I don't even want to fucking finish this season anyways of Bachelor in Paradise. Or people being like, what happens that makes her end things? Like, are we going to see the end of things with her and Johnny or not? Well, I think I think what's going to stop them from getting sued is the fact that they they probably agreed to bring Greg on to like the after the rose of, of Bachelor in Paradise or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they're just forced to, like, have to talk about it. Otherwise, we're going to sue you. So you better come on the show and talk about it, mm. you know. Mm. Um, I mean, it's annoying, like, because this is the type of stuff that I feel like makes Victoria look bad. I agree. I agree. Because, like, we, we've we all been rooting for her this season, honestly. Like, she turned the corner. Cool. But this is, like, her, like, this is, like, her on Pilot Pete season behavior, honestly, it feels like to me. Right. And also, like. I don't know. I'm not. I'm. I'm. It, it, some things could be happening with Johnny. Johnny couldn't be, you know, the guy that, right? You know, the quiet guy right. that we're seeing on the season. So we just have to, I guess, find out and see. Um, right. I mean, yeah. What obviously. do you guys think? Like, do you think it's good that Gabby and Eric called it quits? Um, let us know in the comments below. Do you would who would you pick, Greg Grippo or Johnny? Um, let us know in the, in the comments below. Um, do you like Nick Vial? Do you, would you drive for Lyft or Uber? Would you drive for Lyft? <laughs> let us know in the comments below. Um, are, were you crying when Rodney left? Would you cry? Let us know. Um, and we'll see you next week with a lot more Bachelor in Paradise. Uh, v, why don't we get into something we like to call around here? I don't know. Quick hits. Yeah, as as always, I got to start with a sad one. Um, so Aaron Carter died at the age of 34 this past week. Um, he was found in his bathtub by his housekeeper. Uh, he struggled with a lot of different addiction um, problems and things like that. Uh, so that might have been right now they have to wait on the toxicology, but it looks like no signs of foul play. Um, and there was like no, you know, suicide note or anything like that. So, uh, I just, you know, sad stuff for his family and he is survived by his fiance and his son. Um, so, um, you know, rest in peace and much love to his family, even though I know, uh, you know, some of those relationships he had with his family were pretty tough there. Um, but yeah, it's just uh, been crazy, man, with these celebrity deaths lately. I know it's sad. It's sad. It's sad stuff for sure. Um, what else we got? Uh, speaking of like throwbacks, uh, Laguna Beach, they have, you know, Stephen Coletti and Kristen Cavallari have had their podcast back to the beach and they finished up their first season you know, going over the first season of the show um, by bringing on narrator herself, Lauren Conrad. Mm. And uh, they brought her on and she, you know, kind of went over. She actually talked about which I think this is interesting. She talked about how she like never watched full episodes of Laguna Beach. She only used to watch like her scenes. And so like when she was rewatching like full episodes, it was interesting to her because she's all like, you know, like her and her and Kristen like got over whatever beef they might have had like they squash it but she was like honestly like you know the love triangle that they painted us to be in like she's like I had all these boyfriends in my senior year of high school like and you guys actually had this thing like I I was like rooting for you guys as I'm watching the show because like 
I like had my own shit, like whatever. Like, what do you mean? Like, like this was like my own stuff. So I think it was kind of, I think it's interesting to like kind of see how they went about this, like, you know, when they were teenagers and looking at it now, but. You know, I, I do think about that. Like, I mean, to have conversations about like people that you had in high school is one thing, but to have it documented and edited up in a way for you to be able to rewatch it. Right. Um, must be so weird. And they said they it was nice. Like some of them, they had some like you know some nice wholesome moments like prom and graduation. They're like they were happy that they presented those in more like wholesome like memory making ways. They're like so it was kind of fun to be able to rewatch those things and like you know feel those emotions and stuff. But totally. I think that's kind of you know it's fascinating to think about. Totally. I mean, uh, I'm watching right now. Like the I said, the Boy Meets World one where they rewatch mm. it and talk about it. But they're. They're not even done with season one yet. They're going to be going forever. There's so many episodes of Boy Meets World. There's so many. There's like seven I mean, they were seasons. like preteens to like practically adults. Yeah. I mean, they got married and everything on there. And, um, you know, there was like an episode every week for like long time, periods of time and stuff for years. So, um, yeah. Uh, what else we got? So Drake and 21 Savage came out with their album, Her Loss, this past week. Uh, I like it a lot. There's been a lot of controversy because on the opening track, um, what is it called? Uh, Rich Flex. Uh, they, oh no, not Rich Flex. On a different song, on Circo Loco, there is a line that says um, something along the lines of like, this bitch lie about getting shots, but she's still a stallion that Drake raps. And so people like, we're all like, is this about Meg the Stallion? Like, blah, blah, blah. But like, it also could mean like bitch lying about getting shots, i.e. like getting lipo or getting injections and stuff like that. And stallion is a slang term. So like, you know, no, could it's, be about it's, anything. It's a double entendre. Drake yeah. knows exactly what he's doing. I mean, Drake knows exactly what he's doing. Meg he was, got pissed that people are all like blowing up her spot. He was going about it. at um Serena Williams' husband. Yeah, did the same thing, and then but you know Bottom people were happy to see that you know Meg Thee Stallion. If if anything, if there's a last laugh to get, she does have writing credit on Rich Flex, the opening track, because Twenty One Savage interpolates uh uh the Savage the song Savage like with his line. What is it? 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 Um. Classy, bougie. Ratchet? Uh, <laughs> he said, like, I'm a savage. Smack her booty in magic. Magic city. I'll slap a P N-word with a ratchet. So it's like he uses a her stuff. So she gets writing credit in there. So she's, you know, I, if all, all, that's the tit for tat that I talked about in our little intro. All's well that ends well. Even if it is about her, whatever, She's making money off of one of those. Those are so interesting. Before. I've been watching a lot of like, um, like Vice has this series where they like do a song from the past and like the whole story behind it. Mm. And I was watching the one about Cisco and the Thong song. I love the Thong. <laughs> oh man, it's so good. And um, I mean, there was like a part where he's like, where he's living la vida loca. She mm -hmm. had danced like a truck, you know. Um, mm -hmm. They didn't clear that with Ricky Martin and his camp. So Ricky really? Martin has like majority of the like credits on that song. Like because they had made so much money and it was huge and stuff. And they oh never cleared it and stuff. Just for that one line because she was living la vida loca. Isn't that crazy? That's insane. Yeah. Um, I find that kind of stuff so interesting. I know. Yeah. I love but, those Vice. I've watched some of those Vice stuff. Oh, man. Uh, they're so good. Watch, watch all of them. They have one on like. The Baja Men and um, Who Let the Dogs Out. They oh, have yeah? one on um, uh, Rick Rolled, Never Gonna Give You, you Up. up. Um, they have a good one on Papa Roach, a good one on just a lot of good ones. If you want, if you, I could a watch those good, for days. Hey, a lot of good ones. I mean, they're like one hit wonders type of songs, but it's just so, they were huge. Like, and it's like the story behind them, like Shaggy, it wasn't me. Like, it's just these crazy ass like stories, how they blew up. Um, anyways, um, yeah, so what else we got? Yeah, so Chris Oh, Evans. one more thing on, on the Drake and 21 Savage. Did oh, you yeah. see their mark or their promotioning? Uh, promotional? Oh, the Vogue stuff. People, well, Vogue got pissed because um, they did their promos where it looks like a 
a Vogue cover and, you know, it made they like made some promise. I don't know. They were saying shit about being on the cover of Vogue, whatever. And so like Vogue is out and it lo- it's look it looks like a Vogue cover, like, you know, the exact thing. And so Vogue is out here, I think. Suing maybe, them for like four million. Yeah. Suing them for a lot of money because of, you know, false promises and stuff like all this shit and like using all of their you know. Well, their whole rollout was these fake things, like promotional interviews that they're doing. Like they did a fake Howard Stern interview. Yeah. And everyone Hilarious. thought it was real. Yeah. I thought it was real. I did too. Uh, even Howard like, Stern okay. like played it on his show. He was like, did you see this? Like they chopped up something and they're like answering questions to Howard Stern. It's, it's pretty genius. And I know because there's like weird ones about like, yeah, it was hilarious. But yeah, they definitely... Definitely Vogue is coming for them and tour and stuff. It was all like, nah, nah, you can't be out here using our shit. Right. So, um, What else? We got anything else for quick hits? Yes. Chris Evans is people's sexiest man alive for 2022. And um, you know what? I'm here for it. Uh, I feel like they just pick another Avenger every year. I know, kind of. I feel like they got to just run through the Avengers. Mm-hmm. Um, they did a funny video with like him and uh, The Rock because The Rock was the sexiest man alive in 2016, I believe. And so it was just funny because The Rock's all like, no, no, no. Like, I'm the sexiest man alive in like forever. Like, it never ends. Like, we just get to sh- like, have I new, just share it. They have a new Christmas movie coming out. Yeah, they do. So which, um, I which think that be was fun. Um, uh, well, good for him. Uh, what made you go yikes this week? Uh, well, you know, Nick Cannon stays out here like, I don't know, breeding. He's bre- he's at this point. It's like he's breeding, but it's it's wild to me. So he is having his 12th. He will be w- welcoming his 12th child, which will be his second child with model Alyssa Scott in December. They did like these weird bathtub photo shoots and i guess you know i will say that their first child that they had together was zen cannon who um died of brain cancer just about a year ago so um definitely hopefully everything with this pregnancy goes much better um and everything like that and i hope their baby is healthy um but it's just wild this like the pace the 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 uh, the this at least he has like you know a couple where he a couple it's not of hard his, to get someone pregnant when you're just like sperming in them just sperming in them is I, that literally what you just said i mean i'm just saying like that's what it feels like he's doing at this point like i mean yeah because like you know he's like a sperm donor I, it that does it, it, it is what it feels like it is what it feels like with just like how close together some of these kids from different women are and just like where do you know. think it stops like where what how many kids does he ever I don't stop know. he's already he's already got 12 i mean how many in just the last year like six i think yeah something crazy i think he almost or like I, at least like i think like three this year it's ridiculous. I don't know, dude. I, I just feels like a little crazy and like, uh, yeah, because he has, amid his decidedly, he had son, legendary love in July. Uh, he has another baby arriving with Abby De La Rosa. Um, you forget your kids' names at that point, you know? I, how, he has to have like, he has to have like a chart. You have to have like a web like whose kids are like in their birthdays? Yeah, like this one. You're just is celebrating with... a birthday, just like every month. Just be like, all right, whose birthdays is it? Like, how, what? Yeah, he probably has a whole assistant just dedicated to the birthdays of these kids. Yeah, probably. And just dedicated to like the sharing of the wealth. How much money to these does kids he have, dude? How much money? Huh? Do you, how much money do you have? Like, I don't know. I mean, that's kind of what I wonder. I'm like, how much money does he have at this point that, like, this is sustainable? Like, in this economy, having that many kids? How do you think uh, Mariah Carey feels about this? I, don't, I kind of, I mean, Sis is, about, is in her money-making season right now, so <laughs> I think she's doing okay. She's, it's, it's her time of year, so. It's her time of year. All right, well, um, V, you know I got to ask you something. What are you watching? 
Um, I watched Selena Gomez, My Mind and Me, which is her documentary, which I guess technically she had been working on for like five-ish um, years or so because there's some footage from 2016, there's stuff from 2019, um, etc. I I liked it a lot. I actually need to finish like the very end because I was watching it pretty late last night as I was doing laundry. But um, I think it was just fascinating to see like her from like before her getting diagnosed with bipolar disorder to after and like her stuff with lupus and like also just like seeing her relationship with one of her friends who definitely feels sus to me and just like kind of that whole thing I think it's interesting to see like that in comparison to like I watched the whole like Demi Lovato stuff too and just seeing like you know how they both had similar come-ups and how they both dealt with stuff in different ways and whatever but um I was a big fan so Dope. Uh, dope. Yeah, but Sai, I got a question for you. What? What have you been watching? Me? Yeah, um yeah. Well, I've been watching Love is Blind. I haven't finished it yet. I need to finish it. Don't tell me. Yeah, I haven't either. But, um, you know, I just need to finish it to watch, like, the end, like, the these, what are they, like, the uh reunion shows yeah the after the altar i mean i just love to see how many didn't actually make it but i don't know there seems to be some good couples here um Mm. there seems to be some not so good couples but um yeah i mean i gotta see who gets married and stuff there was just like it got really boring like the whole like dress shopping episodes are so boring i just feel like i'm having a harder time with this third i just like going into this third season because i've only watched like a very tiny bit of it i feel like i'm getting like worn out on these love is blind shows just because i don't know i feel like now that the bit is out there i feel like the first season because it was such a new concept even though like you know it's coming off of the idea of like the same producers and stuff as uh married at first sight um uh or whatever it like I, I feel like now that it's like out there and people know about it and like people are getting casted on it I just you could tell and even like with some very memeable and like you know clippable scenes that have been all over the internet from the show like it's interesting to see how people are behaving on this show now like to help either progress a narrative or whatever yeah I don't know I think the formula though is pretty pretty good it's, it's, it's sustainable I think because like there's like it's like uh curveballs throughout the whole season you know so it's like w- you know who's gonna match up with who behind the wall then they have to see each other then they have to like all mix together and see each other then they all have to live with each other for a while and then you right. know it's it's all these little curveballs that you're like you're like they don't really have a chance to like I don't know for it to get stale, but maybe, you know, after a couple more seasons, it does. Um, so I watched that. And then, um, I also watched, um, the uh, Netflix put out man on a ledge. Mm. Uh, it's just like, you know, this thriller movie where, um, you know, a man is on a ledge. Oh, really? Yeah. And he's threatening to like jump. Oh, but there's like a heist going on in the background and stuff. So he escapes from prison and it's pretty good. It's pretty good. It's kind of like a prison break type thing. So, okay. Okay. Um, I was into it. You really sold it though. Yeah, man on a ledge, you know, when the title (laughs) really just describes that's like the movie Ambulance. Like, okay, <laughs> it's an ambulance. It's and a we're romantic gonna love LA story because it's in LA. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't spell ambulance without LA. Um, <laughs> well, uh, V, why don't we get into our slapper of the week? Slapper of the week. This song slaps. <laughs> no, it's not from Drake and Twenty One Savage's new album because I I actually did like some songs from it, but like nothing really has jumped out to me I agree. from it where it's like oh it's this a good is a listen though i feel like it had some no good transition. i'm not gonna lie like i've been hearing good things about it um but i don't know i don't like these collaborative albums that drake mm. be doing and stuff like it's just weird like i just want drake like you know um it's like kind of like with remixes now like i i don't like remixes too much i like to see the original song you know so um, maybe a song will come out of it that'll just like bubble up to the top because Drake is usually like my number one artist of the year. Like when this uh, Spotify wrap up comes out, I wonder what my song is going to be this year. We'll but- have to see. But Rich Flex right now is like making a a bit of it where uh, Drake is being all like, 
21, do something for me. Come on, 21, do something for me. Like, that part has been blowing up on TikTok and, like, reels and stuff just because people think, because of, like, 21's, like, parts in it, like, his little rap is like, okay. It's like people are all like, you, you could tell, like, they, people are like, pretending what it would look like in the studio where Drake is like, 21, like, dancing. I'm like, 21, do something for me. And, like, 21 would be all like, uh, what? Okay. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, well, uh, our slapper of the week this week actually comes from um, Jason Derulo. Jason Derulo. Um, Woo! Yeah, yes. you know my arch uh, nemesis, my yeah, rival. Yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> well, that's a deep cut. That's a deep cut for anybody that's been listening to this podcast. You guys wouldn't know, but. Um, but anyways, uh, you know, he did it again where he takes someone else's song and he makes it his own. Uh, I don't know if you guys have heard of, <laughs> heard of Shouse, but Shouse became pretty big over the last year with this um, song. All I need is your, is love, your love tonight. tonight. So they came out with another one that's like. Um, I forgot what it what the it's in this song, but they sample it pretty much. So Jason Derulo makes his That's own. like all Jason Derulo does, you're right. Yeah, so he took their song and he flipped it and now it's called Never Let You Go. Um it, it's oh, it's like no I won't so, so forget you or some shit like that. Um but mm-hmm. it's it's pretty much it's it's like uh Love Tonight Part Two. Like it sounds exactly like Love Tonight, but um, Jason Rulo, you know, added his little taste to it. And I like that song, but it just made it a little bit more poppy for me with getting Jason Rulo on it. So, um, mm-hmm. after me just saying, I don't like remixes. I just like the original. I was but, about <laughs> to say, I was um, like, wow, contradiction King. I know, over here. but that's, that's the way the, the cookie crumbles. Um, so, <laughs> Check it out. Never Let You Go by Jason Derulo and Shouse on the Future Bachelor Podcast playlist on Spotify, available everywhere on Spotify. Um, <laughs> did you like that? Uh, yeah. Anyways, um, yeah, V, uh, do you have any shout outs this week? I wanted a shout out. Today is election day when we're recording this. I wanted to shout out all the voters out there for doing the thing. Um, <laughs> big midterm election. Nice. And then I wanted to shout out my friends, Aaron and Mackenzie and then Katie just you know for we had some good hangs over this past weekend and you know just for Aaron and Mackenzie a duo that like will last the test of time I know I love them yeah um and shout out to them and Katie as well um I'd like to give a shout out to my girlfriend Sam for giving me a wonderful birthday um you know week she really knows how to make me feel special um, and treat me good. And um, shout out to my my nephew Landon for his birthday. Um, you know, three days after mine, we share a birthday. Know, it's his birthday today when yeah, we're recording so, this. Um, and then also my sister and my family for just like also uh, making it a great birthday weekend. Um, just all around an awesome family weekend. So that was dope. <laughs> Love you guys. Uh, v, I shaved my head and I have a mustache now. I know you're you're about to flex on them. Yeah, it's a whole I mean, new look. How how'd you feel when you saw it? I said I, when I at first I screamed and <laughs> because it was like a jump scare because I didn't know like I didn't I, you know I just was I was singing "Come Clean" by Hillary Duff as I was waiting for the call to load and uh, then all of a sudden it was your face looking different i mean not like so unfamiliar but just different because like you just have a mustache and your hair is short and so it just like i was like oh my god but i like it i like it a lot it's a it's a new look it's fun switching it up on them you know how to do it um thank you for the compliment um i've been wanting to just cut it short i just i know you've been saying on this show how you were gonna just shave it yeah i mean i just did it today um and i feel good about it like it's just like god i hate dealing with hair that's you real. Know? Um, I got That's some real. good hair, but um, this is kind of a look, you know. So, ooh, hey, hey. hey. So, you're, guys, you're uh, ringing in 35 with the new look. Yeah, you, know? you got to do it. Got to do it. Um, all right, guys. Well, it's been your favorite podcast. We'll see you next week on Future Bachelor. My name is Sai. I'm Veronica, and we love you, deuces. Bye. Future Bachelor podcast.